Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Bringing the Heat. I'm your boy T-Ball. This is the Heated Waves podcast. We are here on the Heated Waves network with one, the only, Mr. Brad Stone. Welcome to Bringing the Heat, sir. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You ready to get into a little bit of baseball here, sir? Yeah, especially since the uh, start of the season is right around the corner. Thursday, March 28th. Yeah, we've already had a couple games already. Um, I'm sure a couple people have seen. I'm sure you saw as well. Uh, one of our favorite Mariners, Ichiro Suzuki, um, played his final game in Tokyo Thursday. The uh, 45-year-old, unfortunately, in his last game, went 0 for 4 um, and was pulled from right field in the eighth inning. Um, but I'm sure everybody saw the video. He got a standing ovation. Which was well deserved. Absolutely, um, very great ball player making his way out the door. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a sad day because you know, forty-five years old man, he looked like he was fifty out there with that gray hair he's got going on. But uh, it's a sad day because Ichiro. There's no way anybody can't like Ichiro. He's just one of them guys that everybody can like, and just a great hitter, great guy, and. And it's a sad day, but hey, everybody's got their time, and you know, 18 years in the MLB is a pretty good uh, run at it. So, we appreciate everything he's done, and just all the countless memories and, and just amazing hits. Oh yeah! Speaking of his hits, um, he ended his career with uh, a 3.11 average. Um, only just, just amazing. Just yeah, amazing. Only 117 home runs, though. Yeah, he wasn't a power hitter. But he was he could he could hit the ball anywhere any placement on the field so I mean I'll take that over home runs any day as long as you're getting on base. So yeah, he came into the league obviously um, from Tokyo, Japan, at the age of 27, um, had 3,089 hits, but that's not including the 1,278 he had in Japan. He spent uh, his career with three different teams, obviously, as we know, Seattle. Um, then he went to New York, then went to Miami, which I think he played one or two years there, and then went, um, and then his last year in Seattle. So, uh, great ball player, like I said, got to see him playing some real big games. Man, the man had an arm from right field. One of the best right fielders of my generation, so... Absolutely, just fun to watch him. I mean, he led the the MLB at, in at bats eight times in his career. Led the MLB in hits seven times. Like you said, has three thousand nine hundred or three thousand and ninety eight in the MLB three thousand club. I mean, listen to this stat. This is the one that I love the most. He's so durable. Yeah, uh, out of twenty nine hundred sixteen possible career games he could have played, he played twenty six hundred and fifty one of them in an eighteen year career. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, he has the most consecutive seasons with 200 hits at 10. That's just phenomenal. One year, he, he had a two or 350 batting average. I mean, good God. The guy could just hit anywhere. And he's fast. Could play. He's just all around great fielder. Right, smart. Uh, great hitter, yeah. Intelligent player. Super fast, stole bases. He's a threat everywhere, man. He was yeah. one of the one one of a kind player, that's for sure. And let me go back to durability. I mean, he had eight seasons where he played every single game, 162 games. What's 162 times eight? Uh, that's 2,916 games. Yeah, that's that's how many games all together he could have played. 
but like I said earlier, he only played 2,651. But still, that's like 200 and something games you missed out of an 18-year career. Hmm. Yeah, well, he will be sadly missed, um, but we will see him in the Hall of Fame, I'm sure. Um, But speaking of future Hall of Famers, um, big news also in the MLB. Uh, I'm sure, as you know, Mr. Mike Trout has just gotten a huge contract. Yeah, I'm not liking it. You're not liking it? I don't like it. I think it's absolutely too much money for an athlete to make. And I love sports. You know me, man. You know I love sports to my dying day. I just think it's too much money for any player, regardless in football, basketball, baseball, UFC, hockey, you name it. Well, you have a 6'2", 235-pound 27-year-old center fielder that's a baller, yeah. Yeah, who last year had a 312 batting average, 39 home runs, 79 RBIs, and 24 stolen bases. Two-time MVP Rookie of the Year in 2011. Um, in his nine years, he's averaging a 307 average. Um, MVP candidate every year, all-star every year. Um, yeah, he did get 12 years, 430 mil, $36 million average a year. That's insane. Uh, that's the highest or largest contract in pro sports history. That's per- 30% larger than uh, Bryce Harper's. Yeah, and he got a fuck ton of money. What did he get, like three, 300 Something like that. I forgot what it was, but he got a ridiculous. Him and Manny. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, does that not bother you of money? Like $430 million for 12 years? Because, you know, if you go back to the highest one before all this shit, you know, with the, the Alex Rodriguez, and he made like 275 after it was all said and done, and we were talking about how every at-bat was three or four grand. Now, this is more like every time Mike Trout gets up to that, it's like 10 grand no matter what he does. One, do I think he's worth it? Yes, yeah, I think he's worth the money. You, you think he's worth $430 million. You think a human being playing baseball, basketball, or football is worth $430 million? Right now, no. But I'm thinking business-wise and in the long run. So down the road, I still feel like he's going to be this five-star caliber player who's a huge spot in anyone's lineup. For how many years, though? Well, after his 12 years is up, that contract, he'll he'll be 39. Yeah, well, I'm saying, like, how many more strong years do you think, like, prime years do you think he has left in him? If he's 27 Uh, now. I mean, if he can stay healthy, I I think he can continue to do what he does as long as he can stay healthy all the way up until he retires. For 12 years or longer? Yeah, Mike Trout's a talented player, bro. I understand. I understand. I understand he's a two-time AL MVP and finished second place four times and averages 30 home runs a year. Career batting averages over 300. Like, that's amazing. I get that. Those spell wins, dude. Those spell wins. I know. I just, I can't. I could not pay somebody that much money. Not even in football. Look, and you you know, in football, it's the guys that get the most punishment really is quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Those guys are getting crushed all the time. And I wouldn't even pay I could not pay somebody that much money. Like ten million a year even is pushing it for me, but I just I don't think someone's worth four hundred and thirty million dollars, no matter what he is. I get I get it. He's an absolutely beast. Very good player. I'm I'm trying to think of what I think he's worth later down the road this is like a future projection like like six this years is, in to this yeah it's like or something because eventually he's gonna make that amount of money from us anyways because 
you know, today's sports contracts are getting bigger. Everybody's getting more money. So you keep him on lock for 12 years. That's a cap right there you've already filled, and you don't have to worry about his contract for another 12 years. Also. And you're going to make all this money off of him anyways. He puts butts in the seats. He puts on a show. He helps you win ball games. Yeah, he's definitely worth the money. Because I guarantee in the next two years, somebody's probably going to exceed his contract. Okay, well, I like the, you know, I like that he got this big contract or whatever. I just don't like the amount of money. But I just have some cons about the guy. Like, he's so phenomenal, but he's never played a full season in all in the seven years. He's never played 162 games, not even not even 160 games, not one season. Most stars don't, like superstars. Yeah, they sit out and stuff because they just get to because of their talent or whatever. Like, oh, I'm too sore to play today. Well, it's, I'll, to, I'll keep them, it's to keep them fresh. For the playoffs. Yeah. He also hasn't had a 100 RBI season since 2016. And then he got this huge contract. Well, he also has Albert Pujols in the lineup with him, too. But he's old. Come on. He's the old Pujols. He's not the, the young power hitting. You're scared to death to pitch to the guy because he's going to crush a home run. He still has, though, guys around him that have talent as well. So... Missed I mean, 70 games over the last two seasons alone. 70 games. I just, if I'm going to pay a guy a bunch of money, like you said on a different podcast, I want you to show up and do work. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Especially with a $400 million I, contract, I, motherfucker. I don't know. I think 39 home runs, 79 RBIs, and 24 stolen bases with a 312 batting average is uh, pretty decent to me. Uh, you know, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I just, I don't know. He, he strikes out a lot. 125 per season. He has a thousand career strikeouts. So those are just my cons about it. And just like I said, I don't think a human being is worth $430 million, especially not in baseball. Um, but hey, they locked him down for 12 years. So good for them. Uh, baseball slings around that big money, dude. I'm well, yeah, because they don't have salary cap, right? No. Yeah, see, if the football and and uh, you know other sports like that had fucking no salary cap, NBA, it'd be insane amount of money going to people too. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not down to skills. I'm not just down to skills. The guy's a phenomenal player. So, well, I'm sure if anybody listening, I'm sure if they have any kind of input on whether they think he's making too much money or not, you're more than welcome to leave us a comment on that. Absolutely. Um, Let's see what you, uh, we got on some other uh, MLB here. Uh, for all you uh, Cardinals fans out there, Paul Goldschmidt signs or is going to sign a five-year deal with the Cardinals, get a little extension there so we can kind of lock him down. Uh, I don't know if they've got the numbers out yet, um, but they said it's pretty much all we need to do is you know dot some I's and cross some T's. So uh, that's good news for me. Um that's a much-needed bat in the lineup, and uh, I'm glad we're getting him uh, that extension there. We also uh, got Blake Snell, left-hander, and the American League Cy Young winner. Signs a five-year, $50 million for the Rays, $2 million incentives. So, you know, back to the whole, you know, these guys making, you know, too much money, or, you know, it keeps being 50 mil, 100 mil. Um, there was a couple guys, you know, that I seen who were signing two, three-year deals and were getting like 100, 150 mil. Um, 
So yeah, the the contracts are are crazy. Um, so still don't like that. See, I don't like that. That's that's ridiculous. That's still like twenty to thirty million a year. Yeah. Well, what about? Do you think fifty mil over five years for a Cy Young winner is fair? Uh, absolutely. That's ten million a year, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right there. I mean, yeah, you're throwing your okay pitchers. I could see getting a little bit of different, you know, leeway there because you're throwing out your arm every, I mean, you have a chance to throw out your arm every single pitch and it could be your last throw. So those guys getting 10 million a year, I think that's a great contract for them because your arm is very fucking important in everyday life, not just baseball, but you know, you go out there, like I said, and you take a chance of throwing it out every single time you throw a pitch, you can never throw a pitch again after that if something were to happen. So I think yeah. ten million a year is great for that, and, and especially a Cy Young winner. I mean, it, it takes a lot to be that anyway. So definitely. Um, so yeah, the left-hander Blake uh, Snell got uh, his his extension as well. Um, we also have the Tigers. Looks like um, we might not be seeing much out of them this year. They might be in rebuild mode. Uh, looking for a lot of young guys to make their way up in that uh, ball club over there. Um, they just got some vets up the middle in Jordy Mercer and Josh Harrison. Um, and bad news, their ace, Michael Fulmer, uh, blew hot his elbow. So he's getting Tommy John surgery. Um, so, yeah, Michael Fulmer will not be uh, playing at all this season. So, um, and Tommy look, John ain't no, no fucking joke, though. Yeah, sometimes it helps pitchers out, you know. It actually, right. sometimes it makes them throw harder sometimes. So um, we're also looking at the Astros. Um, they're actually looking uh, to do extensions with Verlander and uh, Garrett Cole over there as well. Um, they're trying to get those guys locked down. Obviously, you want to get uh, Justin Verlander locked down. He's going to be an ace in anybody's bullpen. Um, Garrett Cole's not too shabby either. Obviously, the Astros... Um, they're a good, pretty good, got a pretty good division going on over there. Um, I'm still looking for that. Uh, I believe the Phillies division to probably be the best, um, other than either Boston or New York in the American League this year. Uh, watch out for Philly. Uh, we might see what the Ast uh, the Astros do, maybe even the Angels. Um, that is my American League team, so I'm always rooting for them. Well, I just have to always root for Seattle, even though, you know, sometimes they're a letdown, but I, I just do it because I rep my boy King Griffey Jr., even though he doesn't play there no more, you know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the uh, Mariners are in the Astros division, too. Yeah, and uh, actually, I don't think they were too bad last year, but go yeah. Mariners, and uh, I wish Griffey still played or at least got to play all them fucking games. I'll say that to my dying day, and you'll hear that from me and get tired of it every Every time I hear it or say well, it, because Griffey he always came back football. so early. I know. Just sit out, bro. Just sit out that one full year that you got hurt, and I bet he would have had. Well, still a lot if he would have took, if he would have took steroids like everybody else, True. he wouldn't have had to worry about it. So. But if we're gonna go into the NL teams, you know, come on, man, you know I'm a Milwaukee Brewers fan. So okay. uh, they got to win that division this year. Yeah, they. I mean, you got some tough teams in that division, dude. That's. I think, in my opinion, I think that NL Central is probably the toughest division, other than um, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up. The Dodgers, the NL West, because they have the Rockies, the Giants, San Diego, and Arizona. 
Yeah, but those three teams alone, the Rockies, the Dodgers, and the Giants, they're usually the contenders in that one every year. And it's always a race between those three, kind of like the NL Central with usually the Cardinals, Cubs, and Reds or Cardinals, Cubs, and Brewers usually. Right, right. I mean, don't don't count out the National League East, though. I mean, there's some pretty tough teams there, Atlanta and, and Philly and, you know, now newly acquired Philly player. Plus uh, New York Mets over there, so yeah, that NL East, like I said, that's gonna be that's gonna be I think the division um, that's gonna be the toughest this year. The Mets, dude, I'm telling you, watch out for the Mets. They made a lot of moves this year. It's it's gonna be an exciting. Uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens in the National League. I think um, you could see a new powerhouse in that in that league over there. But you know, Boston and New York and. Those teams are so fucking stacked. It's kind of unfair. It's getting back to like you know them olden days where everybody was over there. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what the Yankees do anyway, especially with no salary cap. They go out and they buy everybody or all the old veterans and you know guys like that are old veterans and stuff kind of plays better together. And I don't know, they just have a good ball club over there. And it's it's I hate them. You know, everybody hates on them and stuff. And I get tired of seeing them win too. But they're just smart. They're kind of like the Patriots in football, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm tired of I'm tired of seeing them or Boston doing anything. I would I'd like to see somebody else in that division do something. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. I don't know, maybe somebody like the Rangers got Hunter. They have Hunter Pence and they have a bunch of talent over there. Um, I'd like to see, of course, the Angels do something. Um, I don't know. You never see the Orioles doing anything. Absolutely not. Not since, I mean, sadly enough to say, since what was his name that lied about his age? Uh, my, my fault. That Miguel, was, uh, Te- Miguel Tejada. Miguel Tejada. Miguel Tejada. There we go. That guy. Like That was the last time they were relevant. Before him, it was uh, Cal Ripken Jr. in that squad. So yeah. I'd like to see them make some noise over there, especially in Boston and New York's league, or even Tampa Bay do something. Fuck, Toronto hasn't done nothing over there in a while either. Well, yeah, since the 90s, probably. Well, they they were good a couple of years ago whenever they had a... Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? It's one of those Schwartzkies kind of names. Oh, yeah. Got. They were balling back a couple of years ago. And remember, they had that one dude that got punched in the face. <laughs> Who was that dude? Oh, man. Uh, he, like, stole second or something and got in an argument with that Angels player, and the dude bopped him right in the chin. Just wop wop. <laughs> you just hit him with a right or a left hook or something like that. I love it. I love fights in baseball because you never really see them, you know. And you know, just... Toronto, Toronto's got some talent, talent too. I mean, they got Kevin Pillar. Um, who else they got? Kendris Morales. They got Kendris Morales. That's really all I can really think of. I know. They, I think can... they just got one of our Cardinals this year too. Uh, I think he was an outfielder. He got one of our guys. Realistically, since you know you're from Cali and all, I gotta ask you, uh, where do you see the launch Los Angeles Angels? What is it of Anaheim now? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's such a tongue twister. But uh, where do you see them placed in that in that division? Do you see them in the top three at the end of the season with this you know huge signing? Well, if you look at who the Angels have on their team, or is it gonna take some time? I guess. Mm, I mean, they have an opportunity. I won't lie. Their division isn't a super tough division. They obviously got Otani, Pujols, Trout. They got Justin Upton. Um, 
You know, I was reading something on Tony the other day. I think it was something about they don't know if he's, they're going to let him bat or not. Oh, yeah? Like, all the time, like he was, you know, last year, or he's going to be a... Because, you know, DH over there is Albert Pujols as well. Yeah. And he comes first, obviously, over Otani. But, yeah, Mike Trout and Justin Upton's old ass over there still playing. But, yeah, I mean, I would say if you look in that AOS division, I would say probably Astros, Rangers, Angels. Nice. Got on top three. I like that. I think Mariners I- and then Athletics, most likely. Maybe Athletics and then Mariners. It can't hurt you to have Mike Trout over there anyway. You know, putting up some numbers and, and scaring pitchers into situational things like walking him and pitching to the next guy. And, you know, next guy could get a hit or a home run or whatever it may be. Yeah. So I, think it, I think it sets up pretty well for them. And they, they got a few hitters there. So. Should be an exciting year. Um, I can't wait. Um, I think I'm going to go to some Cardinals games this year. Yeah, we maybe should try when, to make some. Maybe when they uh, do play Milwaukee or something, we can go. Dude, that'd be awesome. Check out the schedule, see when they play them, and uh, go on down there, man. Have a fucking good time, drink some beer, eat some broths, and do our thing. Show. Well, that's all I got on this episode of Bringing the Heat. Did you have anything else? Got nothing else, man, except for the fact that everybody should uh, comment on anything that they feel is necessary or disagree with us with anything on here or even have a question. Go ahead and leave us a voicemail or anything like that. Get a hold of us on, uh, well, Instagram's still kind of messing up, but uh, Facebook and and Twitter and, and all that good stuff. So, Yeah, we appreciate the listens. Uh, again, this is Bringing the Heat on the Heated Waves podcast through the Heated Waves Network. I am T-Ball, Mr. Bradstone. Thanks again. No problem, man. Anytime you want me on, I'm here. To all the listeners, thank you. Hey, go Brewers. Hey, go Cardinals. Gonna Again, exciting year. Can't wait for it to start. We'll see you in October. Peace.